2: Hello, everybody, and I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas Christmas. this year. We're going to have some more best-ofs here from the Bill Bunkley Show. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us. On
0: Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN.
3: Our rights come from nature and God and not from government.
4: History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening.
0: Phone lines are open President of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
6: Good afternoon. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show here this afternoon. And uh, we are uh, happy that you're with us for hour number three. We're now back exclusively on our Faith Talk stations and uh, still more to cover this afternoon. Now our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 if you want to join the conversation. want to talk a little bit about the Salvation Army because it seems like they are in the news again. Now, how this came about was there is a presidential candidate, uh, Pete Buttigieg. The former mayor, and uh, he is the um, uh, the one of the candidates that is uh, a homosexual, that is uh, has uh, same sex uh, uh, husband wife. Uh, I don't remember quite remember which which the proper designation is, but uh, so anyway, he is very much um, into and supported of the LGBTQ community. Well, NBC News is sort of an entree into the big hit on the Salvation Army. So NBC News uh, published an article with a picture of Mayor Pete that uh, was identified as being two years old, where he had, his, uh, he had his bell in his hand. He had on the little bib overall, the red overall, overall and standing with another gentleman, soliciting contributions for the Salvation Army at a Red Kettle. So I'm assuming it is uh, two years ago that um, this occurred. So they began with a light uh, sort of a a pat, if you will, kind of a a light little hit on on, on Mayor Pete about hypocrisy, about standing with this awful... (coughs) awful 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 organization and so today in fact tomorrow it will be the subject of my something to think about entitled another hit piece NBC goes after Salvation Army in light of the article and I'm going to tell you what the article is In light of the article, National Review's Rich Lowry asked an intriguing question. And I want to ask it of you. Are you now, or have you ever been, a volunteer for the Salvation Army? Whoa. Are you now, or have you ever been, a volunteer bell ringer at a Salvation Army Red Kettle during the holidays? Now, I want that to sink in because this is where national left wing liberalism makes it all the way down to communities all across America. And it may be an implication of you if you are guilty of that question. If you have ever volunteered for the Salvation Army, if you have ever held a bell ringer at the kettle, For you see, the liberal media, the left, is alleging that it is near criminal, choosing my words very carefully, near criminal to stand at a Salvation Army red kettle. And as I said, NBC went after a presidential candidate for volunteering who happens to be Gay, who happens to be uh, reaching out to the LGBTQ community. NBC didn't like that. So NBC says that the Salvation Army discriminates against LGBTQ people. So I asked a rhetorical question on your behalf. What does NBC say that... The Salvation Army does that uh, discriminates. What is it? And by the way, they also, they being NBC, I didn't use it in my opinion piece, but they say historical discrimination. Now, to understand the answer to this question, in case you might not be real sure about the Salvation Army, they've been around for a long, long time. This is a Bible-believing organization. You might not know it, but the Salvation Army has Christian churches. In Tampa, there's one right on Sly Avenue, almost across from the, well, we used to call it the Lowry Park Zoo. Maybe there's a new name by now. But um, this is a Christian organization with Christian beliefs. They believe in accurate, traditional Christian theology. In that theology, they have convictions protected by the First Amendment, religious liberty. They have convictions that are very important to them, convictions that did not originate with them, convictions that they hold by being students and followers of the principles of the Holy Scriptures, that being the Bible. Therefore, you can imagine, they have convictions about what marriage is, what the definition of marriage is, by way of the Bible's instructions, who's supposed to get married. So based on that, like many, 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 many Christian churches across the land who, what I call real Christian churches, Orthodox churches, Christian churches, they would probably be called haters by a certain segment of our population, but because of their convictions about marriage, they refused to grant benefits to same-sex spouses. Big surprise, huh? They refused to grant benefits to same-sex spouses. Their other sin is that they offer links on their website to gay conversion therapy sources. That's it. That's, that's two, of the major, two of the major allegations from NBC. And, of course, obviously, that, I guess that's the way Chick-fil-A feels about them as well. But I want to share something with you. This is how mean and insensitive these attacks are. Never mind the fact that the Salvation Army, around since I had the date somewhere, 1860s or something like that, uh, you know, England here, et cetera, et cetera, UK, never mind that the Salvation Army never, 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 never discriminates against anyone. And I mean anyone, anyone, anyone. The Salvation Army never discriminates against anyone who shows up at their doors looking and needing some help. And you ask any municipal government, usually strapped for resources for social services, to find out just how much of an impact, how much of a load the Salvation Army carries. We quoted you the number of meals that were given out, uh, take-home meals to people just before Thanksgiving, just in our very localized area here in West Central Florida. That happened all over the country. There are shelters, there are feeding stations, et cetera, et cetera. Not to mention, have you ever noticed who shows up at national emergencies? Did did you ever happen to notice the Salvation Army up in the Panhandle, Hurricane Michael? And usually where you see the Salvation Army in red, you'll see the yellow of the Florida Baptist Convention Disaster Services because... They team up. The Baptists cook all of the thousands of meals, and the Salvation Army distributes them. They don't discriminate against LGBTQ people who come to their doorstep and need help. They help everyone. So does this attack by NBC sound fair? doesn't sound fair to me. Well, I'll tell you one thing. For me and my house... There's not a question about it. We'll stand with the Salvation Army. And we'll stand with them with their very accurate branding slogan, doing the most good. Because I dare say anybody looking at the impact of the Salvation Army not only here in America, but in places where they are serving and ministering around the globe. There's no other organization that's having as huge of a massive footprint coming in and helping those who need help, who might have a hard time finding any kind of help through a government agency in their local town. Well, I hope that you will pray for the Salvation Army, and I hope you will understand that if they are going to continue doing the most good, keep them in mind because corporations are now going to be intimidated. They're now going to be shaken down, if you will. They are now going to be, some would use the word, bullied, to cut the Salvation Army out in other faith-based organizations that are part of the social services safety net, if you will, all across the nation. What are your thoughts about Salvation Army? I'm Bill Bunkley. I'm here.
7: seniors you want to save money on your car insurance well answer yes and you could pay less maybe a lot less are you retired and no longer drive to work are you semi-retired or do you telecommute and work some days from home does one of your cars go unused for several months answer yes and you could pay less
8: you may be able to save a lot of money
7: if you're driving less you could pay less on your auto insurance you could save five percent maybe ten percent fifteen percent or even more
8: how much will you save
7: to find out call now speak with a licensed insurance agent 1-800-308-0399 you could save hundreds of dollars a year that's a lot of money if you don't drive as much anymore you could pay less on your auto insurance
1: you might save a little you might save a lot
8: you could save hundreds of dollars a year so call right
0: now and find out just how much money you might be able to save.
7: 1-800-308-0399. 1-800-308-0399.
9: If you drive an import, you might be concerned about taking it to anyone but the dealership for windshield glass replacement. Well, Auto Glass America can replace any windshield, domestic, Asian, European. Their techs are trained to keep up with the ever-changing windshield technologies. I'm a customer. I've used Auto Glass America. They'll come to your home or office. They handle it all. They'll pay you for the old windshield. The next time you hear that rock hit, glass, and the star appears, Call Auto Glass America, 813 96 Glass, 813 96 Glass, Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you.
10: Bringing faith to life.
1: What do you do when you sin against God? You confess it, you repent of it right there, you ask for God's forgiveness. Listen, not based on better conduct, but based on the cross.
8: Faith Talk 570 and 910. To ensure
1: the safety of animals on set, I rely on American Humane's eight decades of experience. As a director, nothing is more important than making sure everyone is safe, and that includes the animals as well. Thanks to the people of American Humane, we can.
2: Hello, everybody, and I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas this year. We're going to have some more best-ofs here from the Bill Bunkley Show. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us.
6: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. And uh, we are discussing the announcement this morning from the United States Capitol House of Representatives that a partisan decision, I repeat, a partisan decision, only one party has decided that the president uh, should be impeached for um, various um, and sundry items that uh, uh, they believe constitute impeachable offenses. Now, if you're just joining us, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Uh, before I give you a little further analysis, I want to remind you that um, we are in the midst of the campaign for Heart for Lebanon. This is our Christmas campaign. We are going to stand once again with our friends with the ministry, the Christian ministry operating out of Lebanon, who is uh, standing with those refugees that have poured in from Iraq, that have poured in from Syria, two, uh, 2 million, 2 million refugees. Now that number is going to go higher. And that's because refugees are going to be coming in, the, the, the Christians and the Kurds from the, um, uh, the Turkey incursion into uh, uh, northeast um, Syria. And um, I'll tell you what, it is a mess. I was there just before I was diagnosed with leukemia. I was in country. I was um, an eyewitness to much of what we're going to be talking about and much of what you can see right now. I want to ask you, could you consider a monthly gift of $29 for a year to sponsor one of these families? And I want to tell you that not only are they providing for the food, some clothing, they're providing an opportunity for the children to go to school, they're providing an opportunity for Bible studies, but they are sharing Christ. And later today, I'll tell you about a story that in these very UN uh, refugee camps that uh, Heart for Lebanon is working with, um, we just had a, a, a huge huge story break out of Jordan about how the United Nations workers there are, are not even helping um, a family if there was a family that they find out was Muslim and they converted to Christianity they won't even they won't even give them a dime they won't help them at all and if they're Christian they won't help them well, We're going to talk about how you can make a difference for those uh, men and women who are either Christian or have an interest in learning about Christianity. Go right now to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the, the link for the Heart for Lebanon campaign. There you can make a $29 monthly contribution to make a real difference. God is working in this area big time. And uh, keep in mind that if you would like to make a one-time contribution, there's a suggestion that uh, if you could do a one-time gift of $116, that would help uh, a family for four months. But I want to tell you that uh, whatever means that you find yourself in financially, uh, pray to the Lord whatever amount. If it's a if it's uh, if twenty-five dollars is a stretch for you, but if you want to stretch at twenty-five dollars a one-time gift, make that gift. On the other hand, if you'd like to give a significant gift of maybe five hundred, a thousand, two thousand dollars, make that gift as well. Every gift is so greatly appreciated. Now you can call right now at uh triple eight two four seven five four nine nine, triple eight two four seven five four nine nine. That's 888 and you can give right now to Hart for Lebanon. We are talking about the Speaker of the House who made her announcement this, this morning, and uh, what was uh, very interesting is, is that the big splash announcement lacked specificity. There was not a reading of the charges. There was not a quick summation of the evidence. It was basically what was written in the Constitution, what the Founding Fathers had to say, and that was it. Now, you know why? They're going to go back all the way back to the defunct Mueller investigation. We have no idea how many items they're going to be bringing forth in this impeachment document that will ultimately be voted on. This is probably one of the biggest sham fishing expeditions that uh, has been witnessed since the United States of America became a country. To say that it's embarrassing is an understatement, but we will see and we will let it move forward. Now, we're going to have a lot more to talk about this coming up in just over 30 minutes. I'll be sharing uh, the words of Nancy Pelosi plus uh, other um, uh, clips from our national leaders on these and other issues, so stay tuned for that. But 877-943-9673, that's 877-943-9673. One of the things that we might pray about Uh, before we take a break, and, and how you might pray at this. Remember that whatever the Democrat Party in the House decides to do, it's going to be introducing a new precedent. It's going to be introducing a new paradigm. And some of the things that I have read, thought about, prayed about in this this whole um, this whole process is that some of these allegations that have been leveled, if they are now going to be fair game for forget Donald Trump, future presidents, that's where this is it's dangerous. I think it's foolish. Now, do I think that uh, President Trump has played everything uh, perfectly? Absolutely not. Has he done anything that uh, most of uh, his accusers are accusing him of, especially when it comes to uh, the idea of uh, getting dirt on a political opponent if there is legitimate dirt there? Uh, intimidation of a witness. Well, when you see yesterday, the type of witnesses, for example, uh, Professor Carlin from Stanford University, who decided that uh, she would, uh, she was having such a good time, ripping everything up yesterday. I mean, she was having a ball, and she felt so confident. She talked about, you know, we don't have a king. This is not a monarchy. What you heard speaker just talk about but talked about baron the son of the president and the first lady <clears throat> and then made a not only brought him up <laughs> so inappropriately <clears throat> made a snide remark about he may be baron in name but he'll never be the baron of the court that's what we're up against that's what you're up against that's what this republic is up against i'm bill bunkley don't go away i'll be right back
11: With S R N News, I'm John Scott. Authorities in Texas praising armed churchgoers who fatally shot a gunman inside a Fort Worth area church. Officials say the gunman opened fire Sunday at the West Freeway Church. He was shot within seconds by two congregants who were part of a volunteer security team. Two church members were killed. Americans signed more contracts to purchase homes in November, a rebound from the previous month, indicating that the housing market is still strong. The National Association of Realtors says its pending home sales index rose 1.2 percent last month to 108.5. The trade association said that contract signings measured year over year are up a robust 7.4 percent. Stocks remain lower on Wall Street, the Dow down 149 points, and the Nasdaq is off 50. This is SRN News.
13: This Christmas, give the gift of family by supporting Focus on the Family. Over the years, Focus has given you practical guidance for your marriage, parenting, spiritual growth, and Christian living. And now you can pass the blessings forward to younger families here in our town.
8: God has given us the wonderful joy of strengthening families with tools to help them grow stronger and closer. Perhaps we've been able to do that for you and your family. Now you can help us continue this good work by sending your generous support here at the end of the year.
13: Your generosity will provide resources that help Christians know God's design for marriage, parenting, and so much more. Thank you for giving the gift of family.
8: Just log on to our station website and use the keyword family. And thank you for partnering with us and giving the gift of family.
14: You can connect with Focus and the Family at LetstalkFaith.com and listen to Focus on the Family weekday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk 570 and 910. This is Owen Strand for TownHall.com. You
3: shall not pass. Where were you 18 years ago when the greatest trilogy in cinematic history debuted? In December 2001, the Fellowship of the Ring hit theaters. It was an epical event for the Lord of the Rings trilogy made nearly $3 billion worldwide. The films became a cultural phenomenon for many reasons. The story is exhilarating, the conflict between good and evil is stark, and the movies are beautifully orchestrated. This is far from a guaranteed outcome, though. Oxford on J.R.R. Tolkien, labored over the trilogy for years, facing frustrations, creative droughts, and self-doubts. But Tolkien prevailed and Peter Jackson picked up the torch. We should, too. December is a great time for fathers and mothers to read the books with their children. The films are right. Goodness is real. Home is precious. And evil will not win in the end. I'm Owen String.
0: Religious liberty
3: is under attack. Alliance Defending
0: Freedom is on the front lines of defense. Start at townhallreview.com. In 50 feet, turn.
8: Driving so slowly.
15: After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow.
8: Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles.
16: Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around ten thousand dollars in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
6: here phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 that's 877-943-9673 well my next guest is someone that probably most of you know Hank Hanegraaff has uh, been a guest on this show for many, many opportunities. He also is president of the Christian Research Institute and host of, you probably know the name of the show too, The Bible Answer Man, as well as the Hank Unplugged Unplugged, uh, podcast. He's written over 20 books. Believe me, he is one of the world's leading Christian authors, theologians, apologists as well. And he has dedicated his life to a defense of the historic Christian faith. And uh, I want to tell you that uh, he has been one that knows exactly what the truth is. The truth being between Genesis and Revelation. And uh, when challenged, uh, very few people that I know, I certainly am not in that league, are able to go directly to what the Bible says and to pinpoint truth. Well, he's with us today. Uh, He and his wife, Kathy, live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they have 12, count them, 12 children. I bet you he remembers the names of his children, too. Hey, we got Hank Hanegraaff with us right now to talk about his new book, Truth Matters, Life Matters More. Hank, good to have you back.
17: I don't know what to say after that introduction. It's good to be
6: with you, Bill. Well, you're one of those guys I can't keep up with. You and Dr. Moeller and a couple of others, I have to be on my game because uh, I'm always playing catch-up, but it's good to have you with us today.
17: Um, well, it's, it's good to
6: talk to you. Hey, it seems like you have maybe have gone through a little transition. What I'm saying is, I, my perception is you have dedicated your life to truth. And you have allowed yourself through your radio and other ministries to be able to be challenged by folks and to accurately take them to scripture and give them an interpretation. So you have an all about, let's say, the black and white truth of the Bible. So but now something has happened and just reading through reading your book and, and, and reading about it. You've got something transformative that has happened, and now you're talking about more of taking this and how it applies to life. So with that, tell us about your new book. Yeah,
17: and, you know, you just used the operative word. I I don't think that the Christian life ought to be a transaction. It ought to be a transformation, and, and the Apostle Paul talks about going from glory to glory with unveiled faces, and that's really what this book is about. You're right, I've debated truth, I've defended truth, I've defined truth, but you have to get beyond truth. The map is not the territory, the menu is not the meal. I can be in a restaurant, and I can have a menu that is pictured where you see the food, and it can make you salivate. But the menu in and of itself is not, is not nutritious, and therefore you have to get beyond the menu. You have to get to the meal. And, and that's the transition that you're talking about that took place within my own life. Uh, I realized that you can have a head full of knowledge, and yet you can be lacking in terms of an intimate personal relationship with the Lord, whereby you are being transformed. So that's really what this book is about. I'm not just tipping my hat to truth. Truth matters. It really, really matters, particularly in a post-truth culture. But life matters more, and the life that matters more is what I'm talking about in this book, how you can experience fellowship within the Holy Trinity.
6: Mm. And if you're just joining us, you listen to the voice of Hank Hanegraaff, and I'm recommending his book this afternoon: "Truth Matters, Life Matters More: The Unexpected Beauty of an Authentic Christian Life." You know, Hank Hanegraaff, to be authentic. You have to know what the authentic word has to say. And um, as you get into your book, as I was reading, you know, you talk a little bit about the world we live in as Christians. I mean, with, with uh, the media and, and with social networking and and man just becoming so foolishly self-dependent, you know, there's a lot of skepticism about the Bible to begin with and skepticism about truth. But it, but it, even before we're going to get to the idea about how the life matters, we have to be sure that we're operating in truth, right? Because there's a lot of counterfeits out there.
17: Yeah, and if you have the wrong menu, to go back to the illustration that I used earlier, then your meal may well be toxic. So I think there's a couple of things going on here. Number one... You can demonstrate that the Bible is the infallible repository of redemptive revelation. You can demonstrate that the Bible is truth. Well, you can also then demonstrate a way of reading the Bible rightly, which is to say that the Bible needs to be properly interpreted. If the Bible is interpreted improperly, you see people all the time say that the Bible cannot be true, but that's because they don't know how to read the Bible in the sense in which it's intended. So biblical interpretation and learning the art and science of biblical interpretation is very, very important in the process as well.
12: Mm.
6: Now, let's talk about taking that truth, because we know, uh, we, we have seen folks, for instance, I'm reminded sometimes when I go to events and I see or uh, well, there's some folks on the street corner that uh, say they self identify with Jesus, but they have these large banners where they're yelling people that get saved, you're going to hell, using the bull horns, the whole nine yards. And so when life matters, I'm thinking about this whole idea that life matters more. And I'm thinking about the life that these folks are living, much less the, the pagan or the secularist. And you know, to to get to the joy that what, what 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 the power of the joy through the Holy Spirit that flows through us, and what Jesus and His Word talks about, you know, we we really set our sights on so many things that don't matter, and we don't realize what we you know what in life really matters more. Talk about that. Yeah, I I think a couple of things
17: come to mind as you're talking, Bill. One is that outside the truth kept by the whole Church, your personal experience is deprived of all certainty, of all objectivity. You'd have a mingling of truth and falsehood, of reality and illusion. And so the Church is the place in which... You can be transformed, but obviously you you, you don't want to be a transformed personal on personal experience because if if the teaching of the church doesn't have a hold on you properly, uh, then you're going to be misguided uh, so we're not talking about truth. Uh, abdication. We're talking about something that's a transcending of truth, and mm. it's Amen. within the context of the church that you receive the graces by which you are transformed from one glory to another, as I was alluding to earlier on. Mm.
6: Now, if you're just joining us, I uh, want to remind you, this is, a, you got time to order, this is an excellent book for Christmas morning. Because Christmas morning means for many of us we've got a few days off until after New Year's, and we know that both of those yeah, well, both of those are hitting midweek, so you've got some time. This would be a good gift to uh, to give someone to be able to read over the sacred Christmas holidays and into the New Year. The name of the book is "Truth Matters, Life Matters More" by Hank Hanegraaff. The unexpected beauty of an, uh, an authentic Christian life, and want to remind you that if you want to hook up with his ministry uh, which is the christian research institute you can go to equip.org that's equip.org e-q-u-i-p.org but of course this book is sold where any fine books are sold and this would be a great present that i'm recommending let's talk about the age that we live in so here i have hank hanagraaff that i can ask him any question and he will zero into scripture he will talk about scripture and and his head knowledge is just absolutely far superior than most of us so then you could have a person and this is not hank by the way so you get a person that with all the availability of uh, of what we can receive online and find books like that somebody can can get real rich in the facts but you talk about the fact that remember that there's two things We were told that whatever we do in his name, if if it's not with love and to me, that's interaction with others. If it's not with love, it's just worthless. The other thing is, is that we are not to be islands of our own just because we've got a high speed Internet connection and we can watch four or five ministries a week. That doesn't get it in, in, in getting into a life that matters more, is it? No, and and, and this
17: is exactly right. I think the point here is that the Church has to be your mother. Uh, St. Cyprian has well said that you cannot have God as your father without having the Church as your mother, because it is within the womb of the Church that you receive graces that transform you. That takes place within the context of what's called a Eucharistic assembly, whereby you partake of something that is divine. When you partake of the Eucharist, when you partake of the Lord's Supper or the Lord's Table, it's talked about in various ways, there's a mingling of the divine with the human that's transformative, but the graces that you receive within the Church are not received outside the Church, they're received within community. There's no such thing in Christianity as a Lone Ranger Christian. When you're birthed or born again, you're born within a context, within a community, and that community itself is transformative.
6: Now, we've got a couple minutes left, and we're talking to Hank Hanegraaff, and um, so if someone, in addition to taking my advice and picking up uh, your uh, latest work, Truth Matters, Life Matters More, and getting that book, if someone's listening today and says, you know, I I, want to figure this out, what are my first steps, what do I do to get in the right lane to start living this authentic Christian life? What are a couple starters, got about a minute, minute and a half left?
17: Yeah, I, I think what's important is that you have a proper fix on the fact that Jesus said that he's not only the way, but he's the truth and the life. So we don't want to set up a false dichotomy between truth and life. A truth leads you to life, but the life that matters more is something that you can experience, something that you can know, but this unity, this this this, this knowledge that I'm talking about is, let me put it this way the divine incomprehensibility the life that matters more is never a prohibition upon knowledge it's a transcending of knowledge it's a transcending of all philosophical speculation so when you think about christian theology it's always at the last resort a means it's a unity of knowledge that subserves an end which transcends all knowledge and that ultimate end is union with god or deification and i cash that out in the book. So one of the things that's so important is to recognize that it is within the Church that you are transformed from one glory to another, Mm -hmm. and it is the disciplines that you learn within the Church that transform you and that are transformative and that give you this experience and relationship with God.
6: I want to tell you that uh, in the world we live in, to really getting to the point of number one understanding, applying it to your life, and that your life is a moment-by-moment adventure with the Holy Spirit and the Lord Jesus. At that point where you begin to understand that life matters and how you live your life matters, but it must be based on truth. So to get both, pick up your copy today of Truth Matters, Life Matters More, The Unexpected Beauty of an Authentic Christian Life, written by Hank Hanegraaff, and go to his website, thequip.org, to find out more. Hank, Merry Christmas to you and all of your family, and thanks for being with us today. You get it. Thank you, Bill. Take care. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up
10: in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Can solid teamwork building principles apply to all of life? Here's Tony Dungy, author of The Soul of a Team, with today's Uncommon Moment.
13: I've spent decades considering what it takes for a team to rise to the top. I've learned that talent alone isn't enough. Through experience, both successes and failures, I've learned what generally separates high-achieving teams from those that fail to produce. I've said this before. Any business, nonprofit, church, or other type of organization can benefit by applying these four simple yet highly effective principles I've been sharing. They are based on the letters in the acronym S-O-U-L. Those principles are selflessness, ownership, unity, and larger purpose. Find your soul and you'll create something bigger and longer-lasting than you've ever imagined.
10: Tony Dungy, best-selling author of The Soul of a Team, from Tyndale House. More at CoachDungy.com.
1: Do you suffer from pain like joint pain, muscle pain, back pain, or painful arthritis, then you must listen to this important message. Anatoblock is a breakthrough supplement scientifically proven to quickly and effectively reduce inflammation and get rid of pain. Anatoblock is so effective, we guarantee you'll feel a significant difference in just a few days. Best of all, Anatoblock is now available to try for free. That's right. Call 800-832-2757 now and get out of pain absolutely free. Call today, 800-832-2757
18: we Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted
15: to focus my energies in the Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications the same people who bring you this nifty radio station listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson
1: senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee do not fret
19: because of him who prospers in his way because of the man who carries out wicked schemes trust in the Lord the best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place Alan
1: Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910.
2: Hello, everybody, and I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas this year. We're going to have some more best ofs here from the Bill Bunkley Show. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us. Here we go.
9: Feliz Navidad. Yes. Feliz
4: Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospera.
6: Hey, Bill Bunkley, we're back with the Bill Bunkley Show. You know, Jose, you, you don't understand. You just don't understand. I do. I grew up in West Tampa. I know I don't look anything oriented toward Hispanic, but, but let me just share a little something. My friends, elementary school, growing up, Boy Scouts, elementary, West Tampa Junior High School. Is that a hint? Hillsborough High School. Let me tell you about my Latino friends. I'm talking about Cubans. I'm talking about Italians. I'm talking about Spaniards. Let me tell you what I liked it because as a cracker, quite frankly, man, Feliz Navidad. I got two Christmases. <laughs> I mean I mean I mean all of my Hispanic friends, I'm somewhere on Christmas Eve doing pork and white rice and and beans, Feliz Navidad. And then I get a good night's rest and get up, do a little Christmas. Oh, by the way, double presents, double opportunity because presents are open. By many in the Hispanic community, the night before. So growing up had a little. And by the way, that's where I think that's where I developed my my deep affection for roast pork, uh, white rice, black beans. Yeah, Guvano bread for sure. Oh boy! I mean, pressed and heated. I mean, got got it. Got to get it down. Don't just pop it in the oven. And so, um, so yeah, when I think about. Uh, uh, that particular uh, song, and I think about Christmas morning, Jose. It uh it is it uh, resonates with you. It's part of it's part of who I am.
2: Well, I gotta tell you, I remember yesterday you were complaining, man. We didn't get to hear Jose Feliciano's song. And That's right. You really, really look forward to hearing that. Song. I do. I do. And what you know, it just happened to be on the automatic rotation, and you just heard it. And for those of you listening, you should have seen Bill Bunkley's demeanor change the instant he heard the intro to that song. He stood up in his chair and he smiled at me and he's like, oh yeah, you probably heard that because I had his mic open. But it was interesting to see you change instantly when you heard that song.
6: Look, when you're on the front lines of unabashed foolishness that we are facing in our culture, in our life today, and the destructive forces that are moving about. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that this is the season that we're going to celebrate your birth. And this is the season where we're going to have these musical interludes of a little traditional praise and worship of you and also some fun songs and Don't write me emails about if you hear Jingle Bells or Santa Claus. I get all that. We got a lot of people listening. We just like the lighter moments and how you address the whole Santa Claus issue, how you addressed it with your kids, or you didn't address it at all, or
2: whatever you did. Interesting you should say. Guess what today is? December 5th, right? But it's a special day. uh, You and I have talked about this before. Sinterklaas. Oh, is it? Yes, today is Sinterklaas. You want to tell our audience in about one minute what that means? Sure, claus he was actually a real guy, uh, St. Nicholas. Oh, St. Nick. Yeah, him. Oh! The, well, no, he didn't do that. He didn't do <laughs> <laughs> well anyway, he went around and he actually uh delivered uh gifts to weather
6: to... outside is frightful.
2: <laughs> so yeah. Celebrating that right now, actually it's you know, it's nighttime over there in the let Netherlands. It snow,
6: let it snow, let Saint
2: it snow. Nicholas. And we still celebrate it and uh, observe it in this family because I'm married into a Dutch family. My wife is Dutch and so come Santa Claus. Yep. Come Santa... Santa Claus.
12: Sinterklaas.
6: Well, Burl Ives, nobody sings like Burl Ives. And so, feeling a little better, feeling a little better. I mean, I came, I got to be honest with you, government. I came off that press conference this morning at 9 o'clock, you know, early. And I heard that and I'm going, I won't tell you what I thought. Probably wouldn't be, wouldn't be a good thing.
2: Want me to tell you what I thought? No, definitely not. (laughs) I know you're definitely not. <laughs> but it's being read by somebody well, who doesn't will, even understand the Constitution we, herself. We
6: will keep... Well, she had a little issue with the teleprompter, yeah, too. It's like too. She, I think, kind of like she was out late last night or something. I don't know what the deal was. So, uh, as I said before we played it, I didn't know if she does mornings at 9 o'clock real well or not. Well, coming up in a moment, you're going to get a chance if you're just joining us. And you missed the five-minute history lesson. From our speaker of the house, we're going to have an encore opportunity for you to hear that as we invite in our guests, uh, our listeners, uh, our Bill Bunkley family that's going to be listening on our answer stations here at Top of the Hour. So reminding you, if you want to weigh in, don't be bashful. 877-943-9673. Don't be bashful. Give me a call. Jose doesn't like to be the Maytag man. likes to hear your cheerful voice. But uh, going to be right back, top of the hour, and uh, we'll take up the impeachment and some other interesting sound bites of the day. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back.
4: Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. And I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together.
14: So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. What would you do if you knew skills designed to help you generate
1: income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? Get started by joining the more than 500,000 people who've attended a class at Online Trading Academy. The first introductory class is free. Call 888-989-6525 to register in this new year. That's 888-989-6525, 888-989-6525 or otaclass.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk faith.com a service of the Salem Media Group.
11: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Federal criminal charges have been filed against a man who authorities say invaded a rabbi's home and stabbed five people during a Hanukkah celebration, leaving one person critically injured. Attorney Michael Sussman says Grafton Thomas has a history of mental illness, but not of religious hatred.
17: I spent about 35 minutes speaking with Grafton Thomas this morning, and while obviously I can't disclose the detail of that conversation, I can tell you that I heard nothing in that conversation that confirmed in any way, shape, or manner that he's a domestic
11: terrorist. The attack occurred amid a a series of violent attacks targeting Jews in the region that has led to increased security, particularly around religious gatherings. An Iranian-backed militia has vowed to retaliate for U.S. military strikes in Iraq and Syria against its fighters that killed 25. The announcement in Baghdad came a day after U.S. Defense Secretary Mark Esper said U.S. military strikes targeted the Iranian-backed Iraqi militia that was blamed for a rocket attack last week that killed an American contractor. Also at townhall.com, President Trump and former President Obama I finished 2019 tied as the most admired men in the U.S., according to new polling from Gallup. Mr. Trump and Mr. Obama both received 18% of the vote for most
20: admired man, according to Gallup, with no other man being named by more than 2% of respondents. The top 10 most admired men also include former President Jimmy Carter, Tesla CEO Elon Musk, Microsoft founder Bill Gates, Pope Francis, Senator Bernie Sanders, Congressman Adam Schiff, the Dalai Lama, and Berkshire Hathaway Chairman Warren Buffett. This was President Obama's 12th time at the top of the list and President Trump's
11: first. That's Bernie Bennett reporting from Washington. Stocks have finished the day in the red. The Dow was off 182 points, the Nasdaq down 60. More on these stories at townhall.com.
21: Don't let your home be invaded this season with rats and mice. Keep them away the most humane way with plug-in pest-free, 100% chemical-free, totally safe for your family and pets, and environmentally friendly. G'day. G'day. I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic pest control device that has been scientifically tested and consumer proven since 1995. Now that's fair income. With a 60-day money-back guarantee and a two-year manufacturer's warranty, what have you got to lose? Stop inviting unwanted rodents and pests in with baits. Say goodbye to traps and start saving money today with Plug-In Pest Free. Order yours now at gopestfree.com and save 20% with promo code SAVE20. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Are you ready to start saving money? gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray in regret, plug in and forget.
11: The city of Baltimore with another dubious distinction.
22: Baltimore has broken its per capita homicide record. The city reached 342 killings on Friday, bringing the homicide rate to a historical high of about 57 per 100,000 people. Baltimore has just over 600,000 residents after years of seeing a population exodus. The new rate eclipsed that of 1993 when the city had a record 353 killings but was much more populous. This is the fifth year in a row that Baltimore has reported over 300 killings. Keith Peters reporting.
11: The New York Giants have fired coach Pat Shermer after the franchise loss to the Eagles, a record-tying nine-game losing streak. Bruce Allen is out as president of the Washington Redskins. He was fired by owner Daniel Snyder a day after a 3-13 season. Was capped by a loss 47-16 at Dallas. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com.
14: You're all. We're always dealing with something. And then the other translation meant this. Jesus is saying, I'm on the outside of your church. Can I come in?
8: You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. And of course, streaming 24-7 at Let's Talk Faith.com.
5: Denise lived in shame for decades after her abortion.
8: So when I accepted Christ in 1990, I felt I could be forgiven for almost everything or anything except that
5: one sin. I'm Jim Daly. Working together, we can rescue pre-born babies and help women like Denise. Share the gift of family at focusonthefamily.com slash give, and your gift will be doubled.
0: Click the banner on letstalkfaith.com.
1: Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
2: Hello, everybody, and I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas this year. We're going to have some more best ofs here from The Bill Bunkley Show. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us.
6: Good afternoon. Welcome to The Bill Bunkley Show. This is hour number two, but it is hour number one for those of you who are listening on our answer stations. We are delighted to have you with us this afternoon. And uh, we've been talking a little bit already about the story of the day, a very historic day. It's uh, it's not a, it's more of a black, uh, you know, dark historic day, kind of like uh, Black Friday is uh, sort of paradoxical. You know, Black Friday seems to indicate something, you know, evil or whatnot. And, uh, well, it's buying something cheap. Uh, And, uh, you know, this day where it's history, we have to, well, take it into context. Very early this morning, the Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, she came before a teleprompter and shared uh, about a five-minute presentation on why the House is going to move forward with impeachment proceedings against uh, President Donald Trump. Now, a couple of observations. We're going to play for you uh, her words and comments in just a moment in their entirety. Uh, But a a couple of things uh, just to call your attention to. Number one, uh, apparently the speaker is either not a morning person. I don't know whether she was out a little late last night or what, but you're probably going to hear in her voice a little bit different voice than what you're used to. Uh, and uh, she's reading off a teleprompter. Now, you're going to find that as you listen to it, here's what I want you to to sort of um, look out for. Does the Speaker come before the American people and make the case of the infractions that Donald Trump has allegedly carried out that would warrant an impeachment, uh, not only a vote, but an impeachment trial in the Senate, Or what you're about to hear, ask yourself the question, is it lacking specificity? What you're about to hear, if you thought yesterday was a civics lesson by some so-called constitutional experts that we'll get into that a little bit later on, you're really going to get kind of a history lesson, heavy on history, Heavy on quotes about what if. It kind of reminds me of the hearsay evidence that we've been hearing. Well, he said, she said, and I said, or whatnot. Well, now the second tactic is, is to, you know what smoke and mirrors is? You know, you throw a lot of stuff up in the air, a lot of smoke in the air, and people get a little confused. Sounds pretty serious. Sounds pretty awful. But when you realize that a lot of what she's talking about is what if. What if somebody did this, so say the Constitution. What if somebody did this, so say the Bill of Rights. What if a president did this, so say one of the quotes of the Founding Fathers. So you're going to be listening for just a moment of the entire hearing, and you tell me what your thoughts are. Uh, Phone lines be open after we get a chance to listen at 877-943-9673. I had a chance to share this during the first hour because of its uh, historical nature. Let's go ahead and uh, have an encore presentation. This is Nancy Pelosi, 9 o'clock this morning, speaking to the nation about the Democrats in the House will vote to move forward to schedule a trial in the Senate
23: for an impeachment against the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Good morning. Let us begin where our founders began in 1776. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bonds which have connected them with another. With those words, our founders courageously began our Declaration of Independence from an oppressive monarch for, among other grievances, the king's refusal to follow rightfully passed laws. In the course of today's events, it becomes necessary for us to address, among other grievances, the president's failure to faithfully execute the law. When crafting the Constitution, the founders feared the return of a monarchy in America. And having just fought a war of independence, they specifically feared the prospect of a king president corrupted by foreign influence. During the Constitutional Convention, James Madison, the architect of the Constitution, warned that a president might betray his trust to foreign powers, which might prove fatal to the republic. Another founder, Governor Morris, feared that a president may be bribed by a greater interest to betray his trust. He emphasized that this magistrate is not the king. The people are the king. They therefore created a constitutional remedy to protect against a dangerous or corrupt leader. Impeachment. Unless the Constitution contained an impeachment provision, one founder warned, a president might, quote, spare no effort or means whatsoever to get himself re-elected. Similarly, George Mason insisted that a president who procured his appointment in his first instance through improper and corrupt acts might repeat his guilt and return to power. During the debate over impeachment at the Constitutional Convention, George Mason also asked, shall any man be above justice? Shall that man be above it who can commit the most extensive injustice? In his great wisdom, he knew that injustice committed by the president erodes the rule of law, the very idea that of fair justice, which is the bedrock of our democracy. And if we allow a president to be above the law, we do so surely at the peril of our republic. In America, no one is above the law. Over the past few weeks, through the Intelligence Committee working with the Foreign Affairs and Oversight Committees, the American people have heard the testimony of truly patriotic career public servants, distinguished diplomats, and decorated war heroes, some of the President's own appointees. The facts are uncontested. The President abused his power for his own personal political benefit at the expense of our national security by withholding military aid and crucial Oval Office meeting in exchange for an announcement of an investigation into his political rival. Yesterday, the Judiciary Committee, at the Judiciary Committee, the American people heard testimony from leading American constitutional scholars who illuminated, without a doubt, that the President's actions are a profound violation of the public trust. The President's actions have seriously violated the Constitution, especially when he says and acts upon the belief Article 2 says I can do whatever I want. No. His wrongdoing strikes at the very heart of our Constitution. A separation of powers. Three co-equal branches. Each a check and balance on the other. A republic, if we can keep said Benjamin Franklin. Our democracy is what is at stake. The President leaves us no choice but to act. Because he is trying to corrupt once again the election for his own benefit the president has engaged in abuse of power undermining our national security and jeopardizing the integrity of our elections his actions are in defiance of the vision of our founders and the oath of office that he takes to preserve protect and defend the Constitution of the United States sadly but with confidence and humility with allegiance to our founders and a heart full of love for America. Today, I am asking our chairman to proceed with articles of impeachment. I commend our committee chairs and our members for their somber approach to actions which the president had not made necessary. In signing the Declaration of Independence, our founders invoked a firm reliance on divine providence. Democrats, too, are prayerful, and we will proceed in a manner worthy of our oath of office to support and defend the Constitution of the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. So help us, God.
6: Well, there you have it. That is a complete statement from the Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. That is uh, Nancy Pelosi. And uh, with that, uh, we now are going to be looking at, uh, over the next few weeks, uh, a brand-new Christmas present by the Democrat Party in the United States House. And they have a I believe she has told her members to be prepared to stay around the Capitol until the 22nd day of December. Now, I think the regular departure date for that was going to be Um, December 20th, so with that, it looks like um, that's uh, exactly uh, how it's going to uh, come down. So we're going to keep an eye on that, keep an eye on what's happening with that, because uh, that is some very uh, weighty things that are going to be happening. And with what happened yesterday in the House with three... Very biased university professors, far left, who also despise President Trump, who happen to also be learned in the U.S. Constitution. My opinion is, of all the constitutional scholars, and they had uh, Mr. Turley, who, um, if we could have just had three more turleys. And what I mean by that, a panel of four constitutional experts yesterday who calls the balls and strikes, not coming in with personal opinions about the president, If there could have been three others who didn't vote for the president, but had more of an objective, nonpartisan approach to this, the whole thing is a circus. But, but this sham deal, it would have been different. But uh, anyway, I guess that's where we have spiraled down in our culture. But when we come back, Nancy Pelosi didn't like being questioned by James Rosen. And so in a moment, we're going to give you an opportunity to hear that as well. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. When we come back, we're going to have a chance to dive a little bit more deeper into that. Also reminding you that uh, you have an opportunity to win a free year of no mortgage payment a free year of no rent this is our christmas mortgage miracle and uh, this contest is on from today it's been on since november 1st it's going to wrap up on november 20th you can win your mortgage or rent payments free for a year and uh, right now you can go to either let's Talk let's Talk or the answer sarasota.com the answer sarasota.com you can register to win today and each and every day up to and including December the 20th. I suggest you do that because that will increase your odds. More the Bill Bunkley Show bringing you the breaking news to the nation's capital. More with Nancy Pelosi coming up next. Don't go away.
4: especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports as Laura Story leads us in our worship and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together.
14: Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise, departing August of 2020. For more details and to join Alistair Bag, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska... Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner.
13: This Christmas, give the gift of family by supporting Focus on the Family. Over the years, Focus has given you practical guidance for your marriage, parenting, spiritual growth, and Christian living. And now you can pass the blessings forward to younger families here in our town.
8: God has given us the wonderful joy of strengthening families with tools to help them grow stronger and closer. Perhaps we've been able to do that for you and your family. Now you can help us continue this good work by sending your generous support here at the end of the year.
13: Your generosity will provide resources that help Christians know God's design for marriage, parenting, and so much more. Thank you for giving the gift of family.
8: Just log on to our station website and use the keyword family. And thank you for partnering with us and giving the gift of family.
14: You can connect with Focus and the Family at Let's Talk Faith.com and listen to Focus on the Family weekday mornings at seven on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Hello, everybody, and I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas
2: this year. We're going to have some more best of's here from the Bill Bunkley show. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us.
12: Of a white <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Just like the ones I used to know <laughs> Where those streets are Listen To listen To hear Sleigh bells in the snow oh, Snow so Then I am Christmas.
6: Down memory lane. Bill Bunkley here. Phones open at 877-943-9673. Listen live right now at LetstalkFaith.com on the internet. Click the Listen Now button. You can download the app, uh Faith Talk app, uh, or our Answer app for Sarasota um, at your favorite uh, store for Apple or Android. And remember that as soon as we go off the air, there'll be a podcast of the entire 3 hours available to you. The place to get the full 3 hour version for today is Let's talk faithcom us talk com. You can download it and take it with you or you can listen online. Well, this morning it was early if you noticed uh, by listening to the speaker's voice um don't know exactly what uh, what was happening, but her delivery of uh, this very historic uh, speech was uh, a little sketchy. So I uh, don't know whether she's under the weather, but hope that she uh, gets well, uh, if that's the case. Uh, but uh, not, what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Nothing. What are you laughing at? Uh, nothing. Come on. What are you laughing at? I know when you give me that, when you flash that look over here into the... Uh, He's he's in his uh, fish tank. I'm in mine with a, a soundproof uh, glass in between, and I'll say something, and he'll flash a look over here. So yeah, and I just, just said that I hope right
2: there. What you just said, uh, the listeners can fill in the blank. My word, Christian charity,
6: front and center on this program. Eight seven seven. I'm only re- I'm only reacting the way they are. Oh, okay. All right. Voice of the people, right here. Yep, that's me. Voice of the people. Well, there's one journalism, there's one journalist, I should say. This is not, in the last couple of weeks, he's been in the doghouse with Nancy Pelosi. And I think last time, what was it, uh, James Rosen was accused, he was like a Fox operative or he was bidding Fox's uh, playbook or something like that. So uh, her and him got into it before. So after this, uh, after her prepared remarks, uh, there was a a press opportunity with the speaker. Uh, She wasn't real happy. And I wonder if this is like anger day, because uh, I I saw a clip earlier where Joe Biden went off on this gentleman, this elderly gentleman that was asking him at one of his rallies about uh, how, you know, how is it right that uh, your son was using your office of the vice presidency to get this, you know, oil and gas gig, da 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 and, uh, man, Biden went off on them. So, They're coming
2: apart at the seams. So, uh, I don't know. Uh,
6: it's not there. If you find that clip, I don't have it here. If you find the clip of, of Joe Biden... From today, oh yeah, giving it to the guy—that's be that'd be worthwhile to listen to because a lot of anger, a lot of anger happening today. Anyway, this is Nancy Pelosi. Mm, 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 mm. Don't mess with me.
23: Do you hate the president? Not the speaker.
19: I don't, I don't hate anybody. Representative Collins,
23: su- uh, reason I am. We don't hate anybody. not anybody in the House.
19: world. You're not, you're not you're not I did any. not accuse him.
20: I asked a question. I'm not, I'm not. Representative Collins yesterday suggested that the Democrats are doing this simply because they don't like the guy.
23: I to do. To I think it's an important I point. I think the president is a coward when it comes to helping uh, our, our kids who are afraid. Of gun violence, I think he is cruel when he doesn't deal with the, the, helping what? our dreamers, though, of which we're very proud. I think he's in denial about the constitu- about the uh, climate crisis. However, that's about the election. This is about the elect. Take it up in the elect. This is about the Constitution of the United States and the facts that lead to the President's violation of his oath of office. And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the President, and I still pray for the President. I pray for the President all the time. So don't mess with me when it comes to words like that.
6: Whoa. Don't mess with me. What did she call, Jose, it's not coming to my mind. Three or four days ago, what did she call the president? Was it an imbecile or something like that? I can't remember. Anyway, it wasn't necessarily a, a loving comment. Not, about, not
2: very charitable of her. Yeah,
6: yeah. I'm just
2: uh, not, you know, it's contradictory to what she just said. Yeah, I'm just kind of taking this stuff at face value. So anyway,
6: <clears throat> her and James Rosen um, are not necessarily getting along real well these days. Journalist to public official. So uh, now we know that uh, we got to keep an eye on things because we don't want to mess with the Speaker of the House. Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Jose is looking for the um, the other cut that uh, I actually I saw. It should be somewhere in Fox, at least of our archives with them, because I think that's where I heard it as I was uh, watching some of the. Um, no 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 no. This is this is uh, uh, a Google. See where we can kind of grasp that thing. I'm sorry. I I should have made that uh, a little bit uh, clearer. Well, um, I think you might have heard. I'm trying to see. Hold on one second. uh, I'm looking for a clip that I thought that I had notated that I wanted to share with you. This afternoon, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm looking. Here we go. Um, This is Representative Gates. Because I'm still mulling over those three left-wing college professors uh, who were brought in to supposedly... They certainly were opinionated, by the way, uh, as they were talking about um, the guilt here. And as you know, you had uh, one, one of the um, members on that panel was Professor uh, Carlin from Stanford University. And remember that she went after the president's son. Baron, and as they are it's funny because the talking points of the left is all about now a king and a kingdom and a monarchy and then she thought she was being very cute because the president's son is barren that she would make some cute remarks about well trump's not going to be king he's not going to be king even though he named his son Baron, his Baron is not one day going to be part of, I guess, the new Trump Kingdom. I've got a cut from Representative Matt Gates as he goes after her on that next Milwaukee we'll show.
11: For S. R. N. News, I'm John Scott. President Trump will hold a campaign rally in Wisconsin next month countering a Democratic presidential debate that's set for the same night in Iowa. The president's campaign says the rally will be January the 14th at the UW-Milwaukee Panther Arena. A winter storm that created blizzard conditions in parts of Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota has closed interstates and caused hundreds of crashes. It continues to linger in the region. The National Weather Service has issued a winter storm warning in northeastern Minnesota, northern Wisconsin, and and Michigan's Upper Peninsula, where periods of heavy snow and gusty winds expected to create very difficult travel conditions. Stocks finishing in the red today. The drought dropped 183 points. The NASDAQ was off 60, and the S&P fell 18 points. This is SRN News.
10: We're all busy, but our health comes first. I've got this mammogram scheduled. When is your colonoscopy? Screening increases the chances of detecting certain cancers early when treatment can be most effective. Make time to schedule your screening appointment now. Hello, I'm Congressman Darren Soto. Talk to a doctor about your risk factors to determine what screenings are best for you. Make your appointment today and keep it. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
4: Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story, and I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me
14: next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at Let's Talk Faith.com. Hey, Bill Carl here for mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River and at mossnissan.com. Weekdays at 1 p.m., don't miss Fresh Wind Radio
1: with Dr. Jomo Cousins. So, if I understand that if I could, the uh, light stay in his presence and listen to his steps, God's going to work out everything for me. He has a better plan. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com.
7: What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov/communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate, brought to you by FEMA and the AD Council.
2: Hello, everybody, and I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas this year. We're going to have some more best ofs here from the Bill Bunkley Show. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us.
6: You'll have to excuse me. This is this is so soothing. It's so medicinal. So tranquil. <laughs> hey, we're back. This is Bill Bunkley on the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, Want to play a little bit of? Um, I was actually uh, listening. Well, no, we were on the air yesterday, and I actually uh, was watching as we were uh, conducting the live show. I was watching him being Representative Gates. He was very animated, and we actually played some of this yesterday, but in case you missed it, um, the idea that we're going to have a learned Constitutional scholar, come before the Judiciary Committee of the United States House of Representatives to talk about the very serious issue of potentially removing the duly elected President of the United States. For the type of charges that. Well. That we've heard about. Rumored about. Third party about. And to have that expert come. And a lot of things have been revealed. And do you know that she said that she couldn't walk down the sidewalk in front of Trump Tower. Now. Now. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be a little conservative but can I just share with you something? If I can't walk by a building, I'll be at Trump Tower and I've got to take alternative plans in that area. I think there's some issues there. You know what I mean Jose? I mean I, I I I I I and I'm not minimizing that you know because you know we've talked about hate. We've talked about what quite frankly what the Bible has to say about hate. It will eat you alive. And so not only do we have this college this, this very liberal college professor come on the committee and then she she goes after the president's son now she did apologize with a one or two liner so i don't know how sincere that was or wasn't but let me just say she apologized but listen to representative gates i don't know i've been i've been in committee hearings for uh two and a half decades okay <laughs> Now, I have been the object of somebody trying to nail me who is a senator or a House member in Tallahassee, especially those on the left.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: So I, I've i been to a lot of these rodeos, if you know what I mean. And you've had the flame of hate. Burning. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I got to tell you, none of mine come close. To the extent that Matt Gates nailed her yesterday in this committee meeting, I mean, this is, th- th- I mean, this could be uh, an Academy Award winner for the year. I mean, he nailed her. And you know, I want you to think about this. Which side of the political spectrum is always talking about hate,
2: Jose? Which side? Uh, the right. Oh, come on. (laughs) It's the left, Bill. Come on. It's the left.
6: And who do they say that Bill Bunkley is and others who are conservatives and who are Christ followers or maybe even veterans or who knows, uh, Tea Party people? Who knows? Names are pretty liberally applied. Listen to Representative Gates make the case about her being a mean person. Very, very interesting. If you missed it, listen very closely.
19: Now, let me also suggest that when you invoke the president's son's name here, when you try to make a little joke out of referencing Barron Trump, that does not lend credibility to your argument. It makes you look mean. It makes you look like you're attacking someone's family, the minor child of the president of the United States. So let's see if we can get into the facts. To all of the witnesses, if you have personal knowledge of a single material fact in the Schiff report, please raise your hand.
2: It's a wide shot of everybody in the room.
19: And let the record reflect. No personal knowledge of a single fact. And you know what? That continues on the tradition that we saw from Madam Schiff. Where Ambassador Taylor could not identify an impeachable offense, Mr. Kent never met with the president. Fiona Hill never heard the president reference anything regarding military aid. Mr. Hale was unaware of any nefarious activity with aid. Colonel Vinman even rejected the New Democrat talking point that bribery was invoked here. Ambassador Volker denied that there was a quid pro quo, and Mr. Morrison said there was nothing wrong on the call. The only direct evidence came from Gordon Sondland, who spoke to the president of the United States and the president said I want nothing no quid pro quo
6: well somehow am I uh, are you reading the same thing that I read
2: no that's not quite the hate that's not (laughs) (laughs) that's not on Jose by the way that is not on Jose I just find it funny she's the one that can't walk in front of Trump Tower yeah oh but she could certainly be photographed and chumming along with Eric Holder former attorney general, who himself uh, was held in contempt of am- answering uh, subpoenas for from Congress, and he had an instrumental uh, involvement with the whole gun-running thing that they did with uh, Fast and Furious. She has no problem chumming up to him, but she can't walk in front of a building? Yeah. Well,
6: I don't know what happened to that cut, by the way. And, you know, our friend Charlie Richards, uh, for all of us uh, who are talk show hosts all across the Salem platform, um, Charlie puts together a lot of these sound bites for us, and uh, they arrive at, what, like 6 o'clock, 6.30? So, Charlie's up very early. So, Charlie, we love you, but I I think this one got a little bit crossed up here because it
2: (laughs) Well, I have the one from yesterday with, with Matt Gates as he's cross-examining Well, let's her. go
6: back. Let's do that. Let's go back. How long is that? Five minutes? We've got to go quick, It's right?
2: 521.
6: All right. Let's go real quick to the U.S. House. This is all of Matt Gaetz, uh well, his attack. <laughs>
19: Consider the uh, unanimous consent request later after we re- review. Very well, the very well. You Thank may, you. Gentlemen, may continue. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Feldman wrote articles entitled "Trump's Wiretap Tweets Raise Risk of Impeachment." He then wrote, "Mar-a-Lago ad belongs in impeachment file." And then uh, Mr. Jake Flanagan wrote in in Quartz, a Harvard law professor thinks Trump could be impeached over fake news accusations. My question, Professor Feldman, is since you seem to believe that the basis for impeachment is even broader than the basis that my Democrat colleagues have laid forward, do you believe you're outside of the political mainstream on the question of impeachment? I believe that impeachment is warranted whenever the president abuses his power for personal
5: benefit or to corrupt the democratic process. Did you
19: write an article entitled, It's Hard to Take Impeachment Seriously Now?
5: Yes, I did write that article. And in article. that article, back did you back write, in did May you in write hold on, I'm limited on time,
19: 19, sure. Did you write, article. since, in, since you the like 2018 the question, midterm sir? election, House Democrats have made it painfully clear that discussing impeachment is primarily or even exclusively a tool to weaken President Trump's chances in 2020. Did you write those words?
5: Until this call in July 25th, I was an impeachment skeptic
19: i changed my mind, sir. And for Thank good. Thank you. I reason. appreciate your testimony, Professor Carlin. You gave two thousand bucks, or you gave thousand bucks to Elizabeth Warren, right? Uh, I believe so. You gave twelve hundred uh, bucks to Barack Obama.
10: I have no reason to question that.
19: And you gave two thousand bucks to Hillary Clinton. That's correct. Uh- Why so much more for Hillary than the other two?
10: Because I've been giving a lot of money to charity recently because of all of the poor people in the United States.
19: Well, those aren't the only, those aren't the only folks you've been given to. Kinda now, you, you, have you ever been on a podcast called Versus Trump?
10: I think I was on a live panel that the people who ran the podcast called Versus Trump...
19: On that, do you remember saying the following? Liberals tend to cluster more. Conservatives, especially very conservative people, tend to spread out more. Perhaps because they don't even want to be around themselves. Did you say that? Yes, I did. (laughs) Do, Do you understand how that reflects contempt on people who are conservative?
10: No, what I was talking about there was the natural tendency, if you put the quote in context, the natural tendency of a compactness requirement to favor a party
19: whose voters are more spread out. Well, and I do not, not have contempt for
6: She has too much time on her hands, Professor. professor. And, just and so quiet.
19: I just have to say, when you talk about how liberals want to be around each other and cluster and conservatives don't want to be around each other and so they have to spread out, it makes people—you may not see this from, you know, like the ivory towers of your law school, but it makes actual people in this country when feel like, excuse me, me, you don't get to interrupt me on this time. Now let me also suggest that when you invoke the president's son's name here, when when you try to make a little joke out of referencing baron trump that does not lend credibility to your argument it makes you look mean it makes you look like you're attacking someone's family the minor child of the president of the united states so let's see if we can get into the facts to all of the witnesses if you have personal knowledge of a single material fact in the shift report please raise your hand crickets and let the record reflect. No personal knowledge of a single fact, and you know what? That continues on the tradition that we saw from Adam Schiff, yes, where sir. Ambassador Taylor could not identify an impeachable offense. Mm-hmm. Mr. Kent never met with the president. Mm-hmm. Fiona Hill never heard the president reference anything regarding military aid. True. Mr. Hale was unaware of any nefarious activity with aid. Exactly. Colonel Vindman even rejected the new Democrat talking point that bribery was invoked mm-hmm. here. Ambassador Volker denied that there was a quid pro quo, and Mr. Morrison since there was nothing wrong on the call the only direct evidence came from Gordon Sondland who spoke to the president of the United States and the president said I want nothing no quid pro quo and you know what if wiretapping a political opponents an impeachable Simon, offense I look forward the to that inspector general because maybe it's a different president we should be impeaching
2: no one's talking about that last thing that he threw in there you know what I mean about we're, we're impeaching the wrong president yeah I just want to tell you, that is a
6: witness nightmare. Now, I can tell you, (laughs) you know, when we're dealing with abortion, family rights, whether to put uh, hard alcohol right next to the beer in Walmart without having a separate store, I can tell you that some of my more conservative items that I have given testimony to I know what it's like to be chided but I can tell you what I have no idea what it's like to be filleted like this lady was uh, and, and basically other members uh, of, of this this liberal this liberal party deal to oust the president 877-943-9673 be right back
1: The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235, 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states.
5: Product availability varies. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates, and your tax problems are solved Call now for your free face to face consultation. 800 776 6094. 800 776 6094. 800 776
18: 6094
16: There's no question a good probiotic can help with digestion and stomach comfort. And there's no question you need vitamin B12 for energy. The only question is, why aren't you taking both? The Probiotic Energy Melt combines a clinically tested probiotic along with vitamin B12 for energy. Imagine how good you can feel with healthy digestion and better energy to power you through your day. Best of all, you can try the Probiotic Energy Melt not for $30 or $40, but today for just $19.95. Don't go through life with poor digestion and low energy. Get it back. It's the Probiotic Energy Melt from Purity Products for $19.95 with free shipping. Plus, get a free bottle of Collagen Factor Vitamin C at $20 value. Satisfaction guaranteed. So call now, 1-800-482-9685. That's 1-800-482-9685. Call now, 1-800-482-9685. Hello, everybody, and I hope you're having a wonderful
2: Christmas this year. We're going to have some more best-ofs here from the Bill Bunkley Show. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining
12: Christmas us. Christmas party hop where you can see Every couple tries to stop it around the Christmas tree Let the Christmas spirit break Later we'll have some fucking pie some you will get when you Alright,
6: I'm charged. Uh, Bill Bunkley, eight seven seven, nine four three, nine six seven three. I love this season. Well, I wanted to leave you with uh, one parting. Cut. It has to do with the professor from Stanford, Pamela Carlin, the panelist who said that uh, the president's son, Baron, would never get to be a Baron because they're going to cut Trump off from being King Trump in the monarchy of the United States of America. Anyway, I want to set this up. Imagine. You were in her seat. Imagine you're going before a House panel on a very, very serious, serious issue. And you want to do your level best to honestly interpret the Constitution of the United States. And you want to be, even though there's things on your record, including political contributions and other things on her resume, very anti-conservative, anti-Republican, certainly anti-Trump, would you come to the committee and would you try to make your presentation And answer the questions by the members of Congress in a way to best demonstrate that you are not there in any kind of a partisan philosophy or preference to the office of the president. So, Pamela Carlin, Professor Carlin, explains how she once decided to cross the street rather than walk by the Trump Hotel. And so I asked the questions, do you think there's some issues going on below the waterline, not restricted to just her Quote, constitutional interpretation, Founding Fathers' interpretation of the Constitution. Listen closely.
10: Yeah, so I, I, I was struck. I, you know, I came in from the airport yesterday, and I got off the bus from Dulles down at L'Enfant Plaza, and I walked up to the hotel, and as I was walking past what used to be the old post office building and is now the Trump Hotel, <laughs> this, which I had to cross the street, of course. Um, but um, God, no, never, never.
6: Let me play that again. I mean, that this is, and listen to the laughter. Kind of gives you an idea of the liberal crowd, the uh, you know, the deep state, that that whole attitude. But 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 listen, especially toward the end. Yeah.
10: So. I, 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 I was struck, I, you know, I came in from the airport yesterday and I got off the bus from Dulles down at Lafont Plaza and I walked up to the hotel. And as I was walking past what used to be the old post office building and is now the Trump Hotel, <laughs> this, which uh, I had to cross the street, of course. Um, but. Um, Are you staying there? God, no. <laughs> Never. Never.
2: It just sounds like full dress. I call that full dress sanctimony.
10: Well. It's
6: unabashed hatred for TRUMP and obviously Trump, Trump family, Trump son, Barron, this ladies and gentlemen, this, my Bill Bunkley family of listeners, this is the credibility. And she's not the only one that has been given to democratic, Democrat presidential candidates. But this is, (laughs) this is the circus known as this day in history, December the 5th, 2019. One of the experts who so enjoyed her minutes under the lights
2: in a U.S. house, She'll get a lot of free lunches for a while now on that whole performance. media is going to lionize her and well give her all kinds of.
6: I don't know about that because behind the scenes, they already know that they she has done great damage. <laughs> she has done great damage.
2: and uh, That's a resume enhancement, though, for her. Well, for one side of the country. Yeah, and she
6: can get a job at any law school right now. Be very careful when you pray about where you're going to be sending your kids to college or university.
2: This is what they're up against. Maybe
6: a well-needed trade and build a business on a trade might have a better future for our kids than to be exposed to this, this philosophy.
9: I'll be right back you you drive an import, you might be concerned about taking it to anyone but the dealership for windshield glass replacement. Well, Auto Glass America can replace any windshield, domestic, Asian, European. Their techs are trained to keep up with the ever-changing windshield technologies. I'm a customer. I've used Auto Glass America. They'll come to your home or office. They handle it all. They'll pay you for the old windshield. The next time you hear that rock hit glass and the star appears, call Auto Glass America. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you.
19: Bringing faith to life. Bottom line is this. God is God and man is man. Just because God gives us eternal life, just because God befriend us, it doesn't qualify us to tell Him what to do,
8: how to do it, and when to do it. Faith Talk 570 and 910. Not all kids with crooked teeth can afford braces.
1: Luckily, there's donated orthodontic services from the American Association of Orthodontists. Kids who qualify can be matched with a volunteer orthodontist. Visit AAOINFO.org. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk a service of the Salem Media Group.
22: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Authorities say they found handwritten journals containing any semitic references in the home of a man charged with federal hate crimes and the stabbing of five people celebrating Hanukkah in a rabbi's house north of New York City. Federal criminal charges were filed Monday. Grafton E. Thomas was expected to appear in federal court in White Plains to face five counts of obstructing the free exercise of religious beliefs by attempting to kill with a dangerous weapon and causing injuries. Meanwhile, risk consultant Patrick Brosnan, a former NYPD police detective, says local citizens want to help after this string of anti-Semitic attacks in the New York area. We're neighbors in this great county, and we we are united
13: tell battle this terrible it's cancer this hatred this bigotry this
22: terrorism meanwhile in texas the gunman in yesterday's deadly shooting at a church has been identified as 43-year-old keith thomas kanunan a river oaks man with a criminal record according to two law enforcement sources kanunan is believed to have been wearing a disguise including a fake beard when he stood up pulled a shotgun from his clothing and opened fire inside the church Killing 64-year-old Anton Wallace, a church deacon from Fort Worth, and 67-year-old Richard White of River Oaks. Shooting witness John Richardson told WFAA-TV no place is safe from evil.
17: We have to understand that evil is everywhere and that no matter preaching or teaching, if evil is going to try to do something horrible, evil is going to
5: do something horrible.
22: A man who trained others in his Texas church to use firearms to protect the congregation fatally shot the gunman seconds after he opened fire during the service. Jack Wilson fired a single shot, quickly ending the attack that killed two people at the West Freeway Church of Christ near Fort Worth. On Wall Street, a down day as the Dow dropped 183 points to 28,462, the NASDAQ dropped 60, the S&P lower by 18, and oil down 4 cents to 6168 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com.
0: On January 10th. They convicted an innocent man. Michael B. Jordan. Your life is still meaningful, and I'm going to do everything possible to keep them from taking it. Academy Award winner Jamie Foxx.
17: You don't know what it is down here when you're guilty from the moment you're born.
0: And Academy Award winner Brie Larson. I
10: don't want my son growing up knowing that his mom stopped doing what was right
14: just because she was scared. You ain't quitting, is it?
0: No, sir. Just Mercy. pg 13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing in select theaters. Everywhere January 10th. Directed by Destin Daniel Cretin.
22: Congressman John Lewis says he has a fighting chance despite being diagnosed with advanced pancreatic cancer.
3: The 79-year-old George Democrat says the cancer was detected earlier this month during a routine medical visit. When you see
11: something that is not right, not fair, not just, you have to say something.
12: You have to do
19: something. As a 25-year-old civil rights
3: activist back in the 1960s, he was beaten so badly that his skull was fractured. The House lawmaker, who has represented his Atlanta-area district since first elected back in 1986, offered no details about his treatment, but adds he has no plans to step aside from power while he fights the disease. Matt Small, Washington.
22: President Trump will hold a campaign rally in Wisconsin next month countering a CNN-Democrat presidential debate scheduled for the same night in Iowa. The rally will be January 14th at the UW-Milwaukee Panther Arena. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington.
1: That which was born of the Virgin Mary would be bruised by Satan. Satan would crucify him, but he would not kill him because he would be resurrected and ascend to the Father and sit at the Father's right hand.
8: You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910, streaming 24-7 at letstalkfaith.com.
4: Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us, or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details.
14: Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise, departing August of 2020. Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner.
1: Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
2: Hello, everybody, and I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas this year. We're going to have some more best-ofs here from the Bill Bunkley Show. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us.
0: 570 and 910 WTBN.
3: Our rights come from nature and God and not from governments.
5: You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God.
0: And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
6: Good afternoon. Welcome back. It's a beautiful day outside. I hope you're having a chance to uh, take uh, some of that in. if it's Even if it's in your car right now, stuck in traffic. Because uh, we certainly have become a major metropolitan area where it is traffic, traffic, traffic. So, Lord, give everyone a peace. Give everyone some patience. Fill them with long-suffering to let people in traffic this afternoon. Let them go in front of them. And I can tell you, be ever mindful when people stop in the middle of uh, of a big highway. And make sure that uh, you have a chance to get around them. Well, as we start another week and the countdown is on for Christmas and for you and I, uh, we are followers of Christ. And uh, every moment we're trying to, number one, we're trying to determine what his will is for the moment. Every obstacle, every question that comes our way. Uh, Jesus, what would you do? What is your call in this situation? And you know, to do that, I just want to talk a little bit about humbleness as we have uh, our times together, our time together this afternoon. When you talk about humbleness, that is something very hard to achieve because you have to die to yourself. Humbleness being humble, lowering yourself, uh, well, a little lower than maybe a lot of people that are around you, being a servant. Now, what do we get rewarded with? But first of all, how many ways can you be humble? I think one of the ways is to Now, let me tell you what, I I violate all of these, so I'm not telling you, uh, I'm not giving you these uh, spiritual pointers and directions because I've mastered everything moment by moment. I haven't. But let's look through a few things that might help us. First of all, your schedule. Your schedule. Where do you need to be? How do you approach an appointment? If you have an appointment at 8 o'clock in the morning, are you the type of person that tries to plan it down to the minute when you will arrive at that appointment? Are you the person that in your mind sets it back 15 minutes? That if you have an 8 o'clock appointment, I'm going to be there at 7.45? Or are you someone who, well, if I get there in 15 minutes between the time, it should be okay. Now, let me tell you, this this, this morning, early this morning, I had sent uh, set an appointment uh, because of my car crash of a few days ago. Uh, I'm fine. But my car was totaled, so I'm doing one of the least things I like to do, and that is... Praying about, searching for, and deciding on transportation, a car, if you will. Probably the only other thing I dislike the most is painting a house. <laughs> Maybe I've got some folks out there who can relate to me. But So this morning, um, I thought I could be there by 11. I did put in my text, hey, I look forward to, tr- to seeing you around 11-ish, I-S-H, ish. 11-ish. Well, as you would know it, uh, there's always some distractions and had to take care of some things. And I write every morning. So here I am giving you a list of excuses. But the main thing is, is that I did not get away in time to get there by 11-ish. In fact, I, I asked for forgiveness, but I was uh, probably about 40 minutes late. Now, sometimes we can't help being late. But I'm going back to this idea of humbleness. You know, humbleness is regarding whoever the other person is you might have an appointment with, that you regard them as more important than yourself. I can tell you that, what, 20 years ago, you had an appointment. The paradigm in that society was you, you arrived at the appointment 15 minutes early. Now I will tell you that I take away from my own ability to be humble in the Lord because, oftentimes, I cut my schedule too close. But I want to tell you that if you are are, are, are one that regards the person you're meeting with or the important the appointment, that there's a certain amount of respect and humility. Especially when you want to you wanna hit that snooze as close as possible to, to where you have to climb out of bed, hop in the shower, and get to wherever you're going on time. But you know that when you have that humility, humility you have that fear, you know, you are promised riches. And I don't mean financial riches. But, but riches in your life, a rich life, a life that you will be honored In a life that's significance, Check out Proverbs 22.4. And that'll give you maybe a life verse if humility is something that you struggle with. And then how about James? James was pretty much straight to the point, the half-brother of Jesus. All the way over in James 4 and 6, we talk about humility and giving others grace. But he gives more grace. Therefore, it says, quote, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble, close quote. Now, I don't know if you spend time with the Lord praying about every aspect of your day praying about your family, friends, the country, the world. But many people ask to be favored. Lord, please, please today protect me with your angels, and Father, please grant me favor. But let me just tell you that if you then leave and you get in your car and you're uh, on the haughty side, you, you go into some stores and, You couldn't even identify the clerk if uh, the police contacted you 30 minutes after you left the the store and you're pretty demanding and you're pretty caustic. Well, you know what? The cameras are rolling. And I'm not talking about just the store surveillance cameras. You know, God's recording is is certainly uh, taking hold here. And when he says that he opposes the proud... But he's willing to give grace to the humble. Remember that in your pridefulness, you may not be getting the benefit of the doubt a lot of the time. Because if you're proud and haughty, he is not giving you that extra grace during the day. Because he hates it. He hates the haughtiness. Now think about this. This is one that I know that if you are a baby boomer, you would really be praying that the generations behind us will take heed to this, this object of godly wisdom. Peter, the brash Peter in 1 Peter 5 and 5. How about this for humility? Likewise, now this is Peter the rough-and-tumble fisherman. I mean, you know, skin darkened by the sun, hands calloused by pulling those ropes all of his life, hauling in fish or empty nets. Likewise, he says, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. you can see where secularism has really permeated this principle. Because with a lot of our young people, there is absolutely, in some instances, zero respect. And certainly uh, with some of the young people, the militant youngsters, a lot of the kids on college campuses who have been taught very false philosophies, some of which have gotten to a point of actually hating their parents. And the last thing they're going to be plugged into is being under the authority of, of, the, of their elders. He goes on to say, clothe yourselves. Now, what happens when you put a shirt on, guys, you put your pants on, long sleeve shirt just about covers all of you, right? Ladies, you put a blouse and a skirt or a blouse and slacks on. You put your clothing on. It's all over you. Well, he says the same thing with humility. Picture yourself putting on the clothing of humility before you leave the house. And guess what? In this verse, Once again, Scripture tells us God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Now, how do we do that in practice? Paul wrote a letter to the church at Colossae. He talked about this this subject, humility. He said, put on then as God's chosen one. And by the way, if you are saved... And you're his, you were you, you, you've been chosen. And now you are you are regarded as holy, not because of you, but because of what Jesus Christ did. You are beloved. Again, not so much by what you did, but what Jesus did for you. And through the Holy Spirit, put on a compassionate heart. Empathize with others throughout the day. Give when you can when there's someone that is homeless and has a need. How about kindness? In the Lord Jesus Christ, are you a kind person to others? Humility. How about meek? Meekness. Last of all, where is your patience? Lever, On a scale of 1 to 10. 10 being very patient, very long-suffering. Number 1, don't even look at me. Don't even look at me. But you know, if you want to have some joy, practice a little humility and kindness. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be back in a moment with more.
5: Growing up, Ann was a runaway, drug addict, and a victim of sexual abuse. But you helped her become a godly wife and mother.
8: So, Focus on the Family was like manna to me every day. I needed guidance, and I know that my life has changed because of Focus on the Family.
5: I'm Jim Daly. Share the gift of family to help more people like Ann. Give today, and your donation
14: will be doubled.
0: Click the banner on Let'sTalkFaith.com.
14: Hey, Bill Carl here from mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com.
1: Listen to Faith Talk, weekday mornings at 8, for Alan Jackson. Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee.
19: We're reluctant to embrace its morality. We're embarrassed. It's not politically correct. Somebody might ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty
5: God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him.
1: Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8, on Faith Talk AM 570 and
2: 910. Hello, everybody, and I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas this year. We're going to have some more best ofs here from the Bill Bunkley Show. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us.
6: We're back. I'm Bill Bunkley, 877-943-9673. The bill bunkley show hey first of all if you're just joining us i want to tell you again i mentioned this earlier in the program thank you thank you thank you for a heart of generosity for the ministry that we are standing with this christmas heart for lebanon it is a ministry that's very dear to me and i want to tell you personally from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for supporting our efforts especially this year you know, heart for Lebanon is uh, is backed by our brothers and sisters who are who are Lebanese Christians, Lebanese Christians who have a true true love for the Lord and a true heartful outreach. Because you see, over the last uh, few years, there's been two million plus refugees have struggled to get into the safety net of the Lebanese border. Two million refugees by and large are living in big United Nations refugee tents. And Heart for Lebanon has come alongside of this humanitarian disaster, the biggest humanitarian disaster on the globe, and they are making the difference in the name of Christ. Now, you know, in some areas, uh, if you are either a Muslim and has con- have converted or you are a Christian, uh, sometimes it's hard to get, uh, without prejudice, some help from the UN, just the way it is. But I want to tell you what, that Heart for Lebanon not only has established schools all over Lebanon, because you see the refugee children. Hezbollah is the terrorist organization that controls that country. They do not let these precious little kids go to school. They are essentially warehoused right there in the camps. I know because I went there. Notwithstanding my concern for Hezbollah, I flew into Beirut. I went to three different areas of ministry over several days with Heart for Lebanon and my heart was forever changed. And now, as you just heard my colleague Bill Carl talk about the fact that now we have we have the Kurd, the Kurdish refugees, moms and children, who right now in wintertime are struggling to get through Syria to get into Lebanon. So I want to tell you that um, tomorrow and Wednesday we've got a special opportunity My good friend Tom Adama, who is the co-founder of Heart for Lebanon, is flying in to be in our studios tomorrow and Wednesday. That's how much he thinks of all of us here in West Central Florida. And in fact, Tom at one time was the director at uh, Word of Life up in Hudson many, many years ago and then went on to work with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association for years and years. When he learned of what was going in Lebanon, the Lord led him to this new missionary endeavor. And he and Camille, who is uh, my dear friend uh, in Lebanon, uh, our Lebanese Christian friend that they co-founded Heart for Lebanon, this is something I can tell you that I believe it's God-ordained. So I want to tell you that uh, we started off with a goal of 30 children. 30 children and their families of six. And we started, we are asking you who can do the following. If you could um, support a family of six, including this child, and for a monthly gift of $29 for a year. And once you make that gift for a year, uh, that's going to allow us to take care of that family That child is going to get an education. That family is going to get food and financial assistance. Those mothers are going to be able to participate in a Christian Bible study. They're going to be involved with um, things for children in the various uh, refugee camps. They bring in a truck, pop out a stage, and they do shows. But it's all pointing these kids to Christ. And it's so important because we are trying to influence these kids strategically Because one day, either back at their camps or when they, hopefully one day, would be able to go back to where they once lived, they're going to take the gospel with them. And in a dark world of uh, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, a lot of the Muslim ideology, the love of Christ can be taken back. So could you this afternoon make a monthly pledge of $29 for a year? $29 would help us to uh, not only do all these things for this one child, but for this family. Very strategic indeed. And right now, we started out with the goal of wanting to uh, provide for 30 families during this Christmas season. Thanks to your generosity, we are just excited because uh, we have 12 of those families have been spoken for by you. We had a very strong response over the weekend. We have 18 families to go. So could you pick up the phone right now and make, uh, a con- make a pledge, $29 a month for the next year. You could do that by dialing right now at 888-247-5499, 888-247-5499. That's going to take care of a family of six. And we've got 18 families to go. And uh, it would be great if we could, say, cover three families between now and the time we go off the air at 6 o'clock. Now, uh, you can also go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the banner for Heart for Lebanon. And uh, even if you give right now at aaa your first opportunity, go to our website and look at those videos. Three videos are there. Uh, and in fact, it's just like uh, me wearing a body cam like a police officer, because you actually are going to see and experience uh, at least some of the things I did when I was in country in Lebanon. And uh, these are beautiful people, beautiful moms. I sat there and just wept. And uh, when I learned what happened to their husbands, what, learned what happened to their teenage uh, sons and daughters at the hands of ISIS and Syrian rebels, uh, it's sad indeed. So would you make a difference this afternoon? And by the way, if you can't to do a monthly pledge, could you consider a one-time gift of $116? $116 will take care of a family for a quarter, uh, a quarter of the year. And maybe if four of you got together and uh, you just say, Lord, I'm going to give one, now I'm going to pray for the other three, if four of you would call right now at 888 and take a fourth of that family. Uh, we can knock out one of these families. I would love to be able to lift this up as a sweet aroma to the Lord. Lord, I'm praying that you would um, move in the hearts of people this afternoon. Now, what to remind you, tomorrow, don't miss tomorrow because Tom Adama, I said, is flying in from North Carolina. My dear friend going to be with us for a couple of days in the Bill Bunkley Show. You want to hear a heart for Christ. You want to hear a heart for ministry somebody who goes right in the middle of what you know to be war zones and uh, without fear uh, because he is a servant of christ he'll be with us tomorrow and wednesday along with our morning host bill carl you don't want to miss it more of the bill bunkley show coming up after srn news don't go away i'll be right back
22: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Pastor Tony Evans announced via Facebook that his wife, Lois, passed away on the morning of December 30th after battling a rare form of cancer. The senior pastor at Oak Cliff Fellowship Church in Dallas, Texas, wrote that his wife was surrounded by family when she passed away. Lois Evans had been battling biliary cancer. On October 25th, Dr. Evans wrote on Instagram that chemotherapy and radiation were no longer options for his wife but they were still believing God for supernatural healing. Authorities say they found handwritten journals containing anti-Semitic references in the home of a man charged with federal hate crimes and the stabbing of five people celebrating Hanukkah in a rabbi's house north of New York City. Federal criminal charges were filed Monday. Grafton Thomas was detained after appearing in federal court in White Plains. On Wall Street, the data by 183 points. This is SRN News.
18: Lee Iacocca was once the leader of both the Ford and Chrysler car companies. Regarded as one of the best CEOs of all time, Iacocca once summarized business this way. He said, All business operations can be reduced to three words, people, product, and profits, and people come first. Well, the Christian church is not a business, but Iacocca's most important priority should be ours as well. Next to God people should certainly come first in the church. If people are not most important, we are failing to follow the example of Jesus himself. People followed and worshiped him because of how much he cared for them. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover how God loves people on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home.
20: Log on to route66life.com. So go to Amazon now and get your Aqua Powders Vitamin C today. And remember, Aqua Powders transforms water into wellness.
4: One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the Fellowship of Like-Minded Travelers, able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020,
14: for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at LetstalkFaith.com. For some people, difficult transitions like
18: retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who've served our country, guys like me. Support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Learn how you can help at VeteransCrisisLine.net.
2: Hello, everybody, and I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas this year. We're going to have some more best-ofs here from the Bill Bunkley Show. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us.
12: It's beginning to look.
4: Hey, we're back. This is the
6: Bill Bunkley Show and uh, 877-943-9673. Doesn't that take you back to just a a wonderful time? I don't know whether it's just uh, the miracle of of life and Christmas through a child's eyes, but I really am disappointed for a lot of the young people in America today. That because of the intrusiveness of uh, pride, narcissism, self-importance, not only did they not really hear about the Jesus story, they certainly haven't heard about the Christmas story, and so that uh, that's really heavy on my heart. And so, um, but it's up to us to tell them. Amen. Amen. All right, I've got a serious, serious request. If you will get uh, your pencil ready and a piece of paper, I need you to uh, pray about something now, tonight, tonight before you go to bed, tomorrow morning when you get up, and uh, especially um, at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Now I'm going to be here. normally I would be in Tallahassee tomorrow and I would be broadcasting from Tallahassee, especially at this very important hearing. But um, we have uh, been able to schedule this very special time with Tom Edema, with uh, Heart for Lebanon. So I will be here in our Tampa studios uh, with Tom and Bill Carl. However, what I would deem to be the most important, one of the most important bills. That is going to come before the Florida Legislature, which will begin their 60-day session in just a few days, just after the first of the year on January the 14th. They are having their last committee meeting of the year in Tallahassee this week. And normally this is one that I don't miss, but the timing worked out to where uh, that I'll be here in Tampa. However, uh, very much dialoguing with our colleagues in the pro-life movement. Tomorrow is a bill by the name of the percent uh, a parental consent for abortion. You may remember about three weeks ago in November, this was in this same committee. Uh, it was expected to be voted out, but, um, what happened was those, uh, liberal members on this committee were able to stretch the time out and, uh, these committee meetings uh, have certain times to meet. Tomorrow, um, the Health Policy Committee of the Florida Senate is going to be meeting between 10 a.m. and 12 noon. So remember that you can start praying anytime between now. And for those of you that are free, uh, pray uh, between 10, and 11, 10 a.m. tomorrow and 12 noon. This is Senate Bill 404, if you want to jot it down. Senate Bill 404. And uh, you can also write down House Bill 265. Now, House Bill 265 already passed its committee process. It will be probably taken up the week of the 14th on the floor of the full House of Representatives in Tallahassee. If this bill were to pass out tomorrow, uh, then it too um, will, I think it's only one committee reference, uh, it too would go to the House floor, the Senate floor. But this bill would call for parents to consent for their daughter's, their underage daughter's abortion. This would provide for a physician to be prohibited from performing an abortion on a minor unless that doctor has been presented with consent from the minor's parent or guardian as appropriate. Right now we have parental notification. There are some loopholes in that. Drive a truck through it. This is parental consent. This is a very, very, very important bill. Government has overstepped its bounds with our children. It's run away in many areas of removing parental responsibility little by little over the years in our public education system. If parents have to agree for an aspirin at school, if parents have to agree to get ears pierced, they should also have to agree if a young underage girl is going in for an abortion and that is their daughter, because you see her uterus could get punctured just like her ear could get punctured for... Earrings. The reason why this is very important to me, as I've been working in the pro-life area for two-plus decades, I remember years ago, one of my good friends, Dr. Randy Armstrong, the time practicing OBGYN, we were engaged with a lot of scientific and medical testimony. And uh, he was uh, very much uh, our um, very, very uh, informed professional witness. But I remember during that time that there was a situation at a hospital here in Tampa that he told me about. And it's the horror of a parent getting a phone call from a hospital saying, well, hello, uh, Jane Doe. Hi, this is uh, Dr. Bunkley from so-and-so hospital. I wanted to call and tell you that your daughter has been admitted to our emergency room. Your daughter went to a facility to have an abortion. The procedure Did not go as planned. She is here at the hospital. She's had intense bleeding. Her uterus has been punctured. And uh, it's just hard to tell you that this 14 year old, 15 year old little girl, we're going to have to do a procedure. call a hysterectomy. Because that's the only thing we can do. Can you imagine getting that phone call? Can you imagine going to the hospital? Can you imagine feeling helpless? Asking yourself this question, how could this happen? Well, that's why... We are asking you to pray for the Lord for the votes to be in the affirmative for this bill to pass out tomorrow between 10 and noon in the Senate Health Policy Committee. And I'm asking for our prayer warriors now all the way up to noon tomorrow uh, to put this on your list, pray. If you'd like to share this on your Facebook or Twitter, please pray and share as well again the senate bill up tomorrow senate bill 404 parental consent for abortion now let me tell you what also this this law has potential law if it's passed we knew we know that some very very despicable ugly things happen when it comes to sexual abuse by family members and close family, friends. We know that there are situations where an underage girl cannot go to a parent and guardian given those situations and even bring up the issue of possibly pregnancy and or abortion. You must know that this law also provides an exception It provides an exception for a medical emergency. That's number one. If there's something that has to be done to save the girl's life in a hospital or et cetera or even anywhere, there's an exception. The minor, and let me just tell you that when it comes to Planned Parenthood or any of the other abortion providers, If a young lady were to go to the abortion provider and say, you know, this is a result of incest by my dad, in this bill, it authorizes a minor to petition any circuit court in which the minor resides for a waiver of consent required to obtain an abortion. Let me tell you that most of these women will inquire. They'll go to an abortion clinic, and uh, I assure you that the abortion clinics and the staff, the intake staff, those that are talking to a young lady, they know very well how to get this lady uh, to get the paperwork, fill out the paperwork, file the paperwork, go to court, and uh, work around with the judge's leadership this horrible situation that's happened at home. But uh, this is an important bill. I'll be monitoring it um, from Tallahassee tomorrow morning. It's going to probably be the, let me see how many bills are on the agenda real quick. It should be the first. There's a bill that goes, yes, it is, hold on. It is the only bill on the agenda. When I say that, there's another bill because there's a public records bill Uh, which is uh, Senate Bill 406. You can pray for 406 and 404 to pass tomorrow. But if they're able to pass uh, 404, uh, right after that, they'll bring up the second uh, piece of legislation. They should be able to uh, vote that out as well. So, again, that's tomorrow. Write it down for our prayer warriors uh, asking for you to pray for uh, parental consent for abortion, now to tomorrow morning at ten o'clock, hearing from ten to twelve, asking the Lord that uh, the vote would be favorable for the committee to send the parental consent for abortion on I think to the to the floor, that Senate Bill four hundred four and also pray for four hundred six, also pray for Senator Kelly Stargell, for those of you listening in Polk County in Lakeland, uh, Senator Stargell good good friend of uh, your host she is the sponsor of the bill and uh, pray for her because uh, to present this bill and to shepherd it through is not, I repeat, not an easy exercise it takes someone with uh, a great deal of uh, wisdom, knowledge, and experience and that is your Senator Stargell so we ask for you to pray for her as well More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. We'll have some final thoughts. I'll be right back.
3: This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. You shall not pass. Where were you 18 years ago when the greatest trilogy in cinematic history debuted? In December 2001, the Fellowship of the Ring hit theaters. It was an epical event for the Lord of the Rings trilogy made nearly $3 billion worldwide. The films became a cultural phenomenon for many reasons. The story is exhilarating, the conflict between good and evil is stark, and the movies are beautifully orchestrated. This is far from a guaranteed outcome, though. Oxford donned J.R.R. R. Tolkien labored over the trilogy for years, facing frustrations, creative droughts, and self-doubts. But Tolkien prevailed and Peter Jackson picked up the torch. We should, too. December is a great time for fathers and mothers to read the books with their children. The films are right. Goodness is real. Home is precious. And evil Will not win in the end. I'm Owen String. Religious liberty is under attack. Alliance
0: Defending Freedom is on the front lines of defense. Start at TownHallReview.com.
9: Hey, one of my first gifts as a new Florida resident was a beautiful star on my windshield, courtesy of the Howard Franklin Bridge. But my friends at the office here told me to go to Auto Glass America. Wow. Auto Glass America took care of everything, from the paperwork with my insurance company to installing the windshield. They came to the studios. In less than an hour, they put in a brand-new windshield while I was doing the radio show. Wish everything was this easy. When you hear stone hitting glass and the windshield star appears, call 813-96-GLASS, 813-96. Glass Auto Glass America. Tell him Mike Gallagher sent you
18: Fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivant now and get a free quote, professional installation and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business with a Vivant smart home
7: system. Call 800 311 6855. 800 311 6855. That's 800 311 6855. 800 311 6855.
24: I was in Southern California speaking at a Christian school, and then an, a lady came up to me afterwards, and she said, "Oh, she says I'm retiring next year. I'm 62, decided to retire." And she said, "30 years ago, I told God I wanted to be a, a, someone who went into the barrio in Los Angeles and
0: teach." Cynthia Tobias on Focus on the Family Minute.
24: And I decided I'm 62 now. I'm too old. I never did it. She said, "But you know what God said to me today." told me i still need to do it heard from her just a few weeks ago she's enrolled in spanish class she's got to lady. <laughs> she's gonna go make a difference and she thought it was too late see she took a good long look at her strengths, and she took a good long look and, and spent time in prayer deciding what god really wanted for her and what she should be aiming for and then she took a look around and thought i'm still supposed to change the world
5: more from cynthia at familyminute.org
10: bringing faith to life.
1: What do you do when you sin against God? You confess it. You repent of it right there. You ask for God's forgiveness. Listen, not based on better conduct, but based on the cross.
8: Faith Talk 570 and
12: 910. Hi, I'm Arielle Winter. If you're like me, your pets are family. So when disaster strikes, you want to keep them safe. American Humane has tips to help protect our best friends in their worst times. So please visit AmericanHumane.org.
2: Hello, everybody, and I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas this year. We're going to have some more best ofs here from The Bill Bunkley Show. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us.
6: My, oh my, oh my, I just, I just had to let that to play on. That just, uh, that just went deep into my soul, deep into my heart, and I hope it did as as you're, as, as, with you as well. Because it is that star, it is that, um, it is that gathering in the shepherd's fields. That gathering with the lambs. Awesome that. One of the lowest socioeconomic groups of the time was a shepherd. They were low life. They were bottom of the class. But not with our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> they were at the head of the line, amen? So as we are celebrating the news once again, of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, Well, if you are an alumni of the University of South Florida, I have some breaking news. If you follow USF football, I have some breaking news. Merry Christmas to all and to my friends at USF, of which I was at one time within the hallways of the Bulls. We have a new head coach at the University of South Florida. Bay News 9 has just announced that Clemson co-offensive coordinator Jeff Scott is going to be the new head coach of the USF Bill, Bulls. He is 38 years old. He replaces Charlie Strong, who spent three seasons with the Bulls, had de- had de- 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 decreasing win totals every season. USF only went 4-8 and eight this year. Now, Scott is the son of former South Carolina head coach Brad Scott, and he is also a former Clemson player. Now, most most of his career, his coaching career, has been at Clemson under coach Dabo Sweeney. Dabo's a good guy. I'm telling you what, Dabo knows his football, and we'll see how that uh, passes through our new head coach. Uh, He was originally hired as wide receivers coach by Clemson back in 2008 and quickly became recruiting coordinator, too. He was elevated to the co-offensive coordinator in 2015 through the quarterback coach Tony Elliott has uh, handed off the ball, and he has been part of two national championship teams. According to Mike Kelly, USF vice president of athletics, Jeff is a very bright, enthusiastic, and driven leader for our program, and we are thrilled to welcome him to USF and back to Florida, where he was born and where he was recruited so well for Clemson many years ago. He's a young and extremely gifted offensive mind, a developer of high-level talent, and an elite national recruiter who brings the experience of having played an integral role from the beginning and helping to build one of the most successful programs in college football, that be the uh, Clemson Tigers. He's right here from our listening area. Scott was born in Arcadia, right here in Central Florida, and he is going to become the fifth head coach in the program's history. And Scott said, quote, I have a great respect for the USF football program and what has been accomplished in a very short time, and I can't wait to get to work building on that foundation to produce a championship program so breaking news usf you bulls you got a brand new head coach and something to look forward to in the coming season well as the sun has set uh, here in west central florida this time of the year it gets dark pretty early and coming up next my pastor is going to have a special special opportunity for you to take a little nugget uh, about uh, following Christ on his uh, radio ministry, Living Truth. That would be Dr. Ken Witten. What it takes to reach your one. Now, let me just tell you, when you talk about reaching your one, Southern Baptist Convention has had a program that many churches have uh, come shoulder to shoulder with, and that is to pray about one person that's in your your realm or in your your sphere of life that one person who doesn't know jesus that you can spend some time with that person so what it takes to reach your one if you'd like to know a little bit about uh how to share a a witness for christ that's coming up in just a moment well tomorrow tom adama is going to be with me along with our morning host bill carl i am so looking forward to heart for lebanon Please tune in both days. We've got some testimonies that are just going to just fill your heart. Until tomorrow at 3, I'm Bill Bunkley. Have a very blessed evening. God bless and good night.